Hello, everybody. We are so happy that you came to join us for Free Fall Friday. We know you are going to have a good time. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What's up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know what time it is. We back at it. The world is upside down and we're trying to do what? Make it right side up. What's going on with his sister? Morning, yeah. Morning. Morning. Oh. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so. What's, what's on the flow for today? Well, we're going to have to talk about these crazy people. <sighs> Fort well, Pierce, Florida. Well, this is insane rhetoric. Needless to say. So we so we just earlier this week we had um Martin Luther King Day. Martin yeah, Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. I know some of y'all call it Martin Luther the King Day. But oh, oh my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> so Celebrations all across the country. Well, we're going to hop on over to Fort Pierce, Florida. <sighs> that place sounds like it's someplace you shouldn't want to move anyway, Fort Pierce. So they were having a block party. Mm, well, here we go. There was a block party, and uh, it was about a thousand people in the block party attending the block party. And our uh, <sighs> well. Some people, seven people were injured. <sighs> One person was killed. The person who died was um, was a Fort Pierce native. Um, was that 
was at the party with a six-year-old daughter, 30-year-old uh, woman. Wow. They know of at least four others that were injured. People were running for safety. So some people got trampled in the stampede. One of those was a juvenile. So a little kid got rushed, bum rushed. People were trying to leave the park. And you know, of course, anywhere you go, the shots start firing. People get to running all directions. It's scattered like a bunch of roaches. Like you turn on the light. <laughs> you turn on the lights and the roaches scatter. That's a gunshot. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. They said they had people laying behind the cars, laying behind anything they could get behind. Of course. People ducking and dodging and laying down playing dead. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. So it was about 520 in the in the evening. <sighs> at a park in Fort Pierce. They had a car show, some different dance performances, live DJ, kids activities. They was having fun for Martin Luther the King Day. <laughs> they was dancing on their cars. They was having fun with the music. And all of a sudden, shots rang out. So, so by the description already, we already understand that this was a black, black, uh, block party. <laughs> White people dance on cars. That's not fair. I don't think they really do like black people. I'm sorry, not like black people, but ignorant people. Hmm. So you hear the gunshots over the music and people start dispersing. They grabbing their kids' hands, running across the street. This is the 30th mass shooting in the country this year. Already. <laughs> We're the year is just 19 days. 30 yeah. mass shooting. Well, maybe we can get 31 to complete the month before we go south. <laughs> every day of the week of January to start the new year. So, okay. So the definition it the, comes from the Gun Violence Archive. The definition of a mass shooting is where there are four or more people are shot, and that's not including the shooter. Uh -huh. So, so far already this year, we only have 19 days in the year, well, 20.
um, that that averages to about two shootings per day mm-hmm. across the country. But the good news is, there's good news. Yeah. Oh Lord. There were two sheriff deputies there. Mm-hmm. They ran toward the gunshots. They didn't do like the people in Uvalde. <laughs> And they provided aid to who was injured. We just gonna stand around like the Uvalde police. We just gonna do nothing. Then you have some people that was help. You know, they were helping to uh, help people and render aid and all of that. They drove people to the hospital. Some of the citizens, but the but the two sheriff's deputies, they ran toward the gunshot. I don't really know. You know, I mean, I'm not a police, so you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see myself ever running to a gunshot to police at night. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just wait till y'all finish, then I go see what's happening. But that's probably why I'm not the police. So it is a murder investigation because you know the one girl was killed. And they 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 still investigating. They don't they haven't arrested or named any suspects yet. But they following all the leads of the people around. I'm sure they're looking at people's videos. Of course. Social media is wonderful, don't you think? Well, there were five shell casings recovered from the scene from three different calibers of weapons. Oh, that means it was more than one one person shooting. Yeah, or either one person had at least two guns. Yeah, and then no. we'll still well, it was still more than one person shooting, but we don't know if it was one, two, three guns with one, two, three people, or two people with three guns. Like we don't know that yet. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That is crazy, man. I don't I don't know. Why why is it every time on uh, Martin Luther King Day, it has to be an outbreak of violence. Right. It's, it's just like, y'all go against everything that he, you know, stood for. You know, I mean, I don't I don't understand. You know, it's like uh, the street names. You know, every, every state has a street called Grand, and everyone usually has a Martin Luther King. And every time you go to Martin Luther King Boulevard, it's always some time foolery. Yeah. So y'all, if y'all live in Fort uh, Pierce, y'all go ahead on and tell the investigators. They they asking for if you have any information about the shooting, you can submit it anonymously through Crime Stoppers. Hey, that hey, that would work. That would work, even though if it's anonymous. But because you know, like we just did a show about defunding the police and everything and social justice, you know, the likelihood of uh black people telling on somebody else is slim to none. Yeah, y'all go listen to the show too. Like, subscribe, follow. Yeah, go listen like. to the show. That that was really a good show. It really was. It really was. So this park is a park that is located in St. Lucie County. 
it's a St. Lucie County Park. So the closest, it's about an hour's drive from West Palm Beach, to put that in perspective for you. Mm, okay, okay. How familiar with so, West Palm Beach? Uh, Dr. King. So it's the city the seat. Violence. It's the city seat of St. Lucie <clears throat> County, Florida. Mm. It's also known as Sunrise City. Does the sun rise there? Well, it's the sister city to San Francisco. That's the Sunset City. Oh, okay, gotcha. As of twenty, the twenty twenty census, there were forty seven thousand two hundred and ninety seven people residents there. How many are black? Um, it's named after the Fort Pierce Army Post that was built in um, 1838 during the Second Seminole War. It had it had been named for Benjamin Kendrick Pierce, who was a career United States Army officer and happened to be the brother of President Franklin Pierce. Mm. Okay. Um, so okay. apparently it's the largest city uh, on the Florida Atlantic coast between Daytona Beach and West Palm Beach. So if, if that gives you any perspective. It really does because both of those cities you name are humongous. Okay. So if it's the largest between the two of those, that's a huge city. Yeah. So Black, non-Hispanic. So here's your growth pattern. It's not grown that much. Okay. 16,787, 17,093, I'm sorry, 17,936 in uh, 20, 2020. Mm. Yeah. So white people live there. Black, black people, uh, 40% in 2010 now this went down a little bit uh in 2020 during the 2020 census mm -hmm. but yeah so they hover around 40 percent and this is relatively equal between white and black and then when you get to the native american uh that's less than 1%, but it's 0.18%. Asian is 1%. Mixed race or a biracial is 3%. Hispanic Latinos, 24%. Mm -hmm. So it's a diverse place with regards to the residents there. 
well, kind of diverse. I mean, they don't have everybody, but it, I mean, they have some who consider themselves as some other race. Pacific mm. Islander. These are the people who have said that they, you know, they've committed to being of some race. So, did that answer your question? You want to know how many Black people live there? Of course. Oh, okay. Of course. Thank you. This is the Sesame Street for adults. <laughs> When you don't know, ask a question. So I really, I really can't understand why we, why we have to fight doing. I mean, this is not what this man died for, and this is why I don't attend um, Martin Luther King Day celebrations. I stopped doing that. I went to one. My son was like barely just learned I mean he hadn't just learned to walk but like he was like a new walker he was like maybe one okay and I asked people were crowd I was there first because I had I don't like crowds and all of that and I got there and then people started coming and they were on the corner and they were they this is when they had started taking the the standing of the parade into the street. It got to where they wouldn't stay on the sidewalk. Mm. And I was already annoyed by that. But <laughs> what I said was, hey, y'all, can my children just sit right here on the corner? I'm going to stand back here. I don't want to get in front. But can my, can I, can y'all just move over and let my kids just sit right there and I can watch them right there? And I had this lady turn around and cuss me out about trying to skip and get all in front of her and all that. <sighs> at a block or at a parade? At a parade, at a Martin Luther King Day parade. So I've not, I mean, I ended up holding my son because like I said, he was like maybe one, which means my oldest daughter was maybe four or, you know, four, maybe going on five. And I found a way to get her where she could see. What I did was there was we were standing near this potted plant that was on the corner. And I just picked her up and put her in the potted plant. Let her stand up. And I was holding on to her, of course, to her lower body. And then I had my son up on my back, on my neck. Yeah, that's unique. Because I didn't want to argue on Martin Luther King Day with this crazy person in front of my kids because that defeats the purpose of what he died for. Right. Like, how they say it on Boondocks? <laughs> how you say hi, what Martin Luther King said about the ignorant niggas? Like, I. <laughs> y'all got it. Y'all go watch the Boondocks. Please go watch the Boondocks. They watch that one episode about Martin Luther King. <laughs> hey, Dr. King. I can't stand these ignorant niggas here. I mean, all he went through, all the sacrifice of people. I mean, Emmett Till dying. Get up. Listen, we could go on and on. 
And these people standing out on a parade, first of all, there's no parade etiquette. They all out in the street. The police have to tell them to get out of the street so that the parade can go by. That's first thing. Second thing, all I want to do was let a little kid sit on the curb. I wasn't trying to sit over there with him. You know, anytime, anytime niggas can get ignorant and be niggas, they will. And once again, niggas is not uh to a specific color of people or race or ethnicity. Niggas is just ignorant in every race. <laughs> I just think it's super unfortunate that we have to behave this way. Anyway, anytime. Who was we? I ain't all people, people. In general, people I'm in general. Inclusive in them. I don't act that way. Mm -hmm. Well, so now you have a mother that has lost her life to senseless violence at a at a rally that's supposed to celebrate a young man who was cut down by gun violence. Oh my lord. <laughs> they had a one running woman running they kind of caught on video. One of the women was running while holding her like little baby. Uh, you know, it, it used to be a code with with criminals. Yeah. Up until my kids, like I think it's it it was starting to stop right around my kids' time. But I still remember even doing then. It used to be a code with criminals. You ain't mess with little kids unless you was of some kind of, you know, pedophile or something like that. You didn't mess with little kids. Like you didn't steal their lunch money. You didn't bother them. You watched out for them on the street. I, they got a street here in Houston. Used to be known where well, they got a couple of streets here for the whole stroll, but it was one back in the day that was the whole stroll in uh, what what is known as Houston's Third Ward. Mm -hmm. And it used to be known as the place where, I mean, it was a hot, it was a hot street because, you know, when there was segregation, it was a street where they had, you know, the stores that you would go to, the churches you would go to. Right. You know, it had it was so it was it was a but then afterwards, well during that time, it was a certain part of that street where the hoes hung out, the prostitutes. And all of the gambling and mess went on. And, you know, the gangs, I mean, it wasn't gang stuff, but gangster-like stuff, because, you know, they were gentlemen gangsters. Right, street life. Right. And you didn't mess with kids. Like, there was no jumping people into no gang, because we didn't have the bloods and all of that then. There was no jumping people into no gang. You might have been in initiating people into your organization, your criminal organization, but it wasn't like 
We didn't have to see it. They kept that mess to themselves and they behaved as businessmen. Yeah, those days are over. Yeah. Because like, like the code that you're talking about is like I say, it's the street code. You didn't mess with elderly people, women, or kids. Unless you, they was one of your hoes. Yeah, but when I say mess with, I mean like, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, rob them, beat them over the head, rape them. Right, right, exactly. Because like uh, before before the the 70s and all that type of stuff, during the 60s and all that, that era, that period of time, you know, people respected each other. Like I say, you wouldn't even know a gangster if you seen one. Because like you said, he, he behaved like a businessman and he was nicely dressed or whatever but now now it, it ain't nothing off limits you know the, I mean, uh, the people the adults knew who the who the who the ne'er-do-wells were dressed exactly. up or not adults knew exactly who the long sharks were they knew who the pimps were they knew who the ne'er-do-wells were and for the most part they kept us away from that life we didn't see it Unless you was had a mama that was in that life, and a you know a dad, you know your family was in that life, you didn't see that. Yeah, because that's where we went to the shoe shop to get our shoes repaired on that street. Like, I still remember that we had a lady who was a very um, well-known lady in the, in the community and in education and stuff her family had property and whatever and you know her house was on that street like because it went from like i said it went from this was the downtown street of the black neighborhood and then stuff started opening up and people stopped you know, purchasing and buying things and doing things on that street. So then it just became the whole stroll. Right. Okay. But even then, with the nightclubs and the whatever, you what I mean, by the time I was a teenager and, you know, I wasn't out that much, but if I happened to be on that street, wasn't nobody going to jack with me. Right. A man might try to be like, holla at me or whatever. Woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? Because I was a teenager. But they had a code and they could tell when you were a certain, like if you behaved a certain way, you know, they weren't going to jack with you. Right. Yeah, man, that, them days are long gone. Wasn't nobody going to try to make me be no prostitute back then. Yeah, them, them, them days are long gone. Well, you ain't, you ain't nobody got to make you now. You should. They just, they volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, folks, folks, just volunteer, man. Well, we're going to roll on over to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, my goodness. Okay, y'all. Y'all remember Alec Baldwin? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was tragic. Well, they finally decided to charge him with two counts of involuntary manslaughter because he was the one that actually shot the gun. Pull the trigger. That's garbage. Now, see, Unbeknownst to <laughs> like 
he he think it's blanks in the gun, but they decided to charge him with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Um, yeah, of that the lady cinematographer. I think that's messed up. I think that now y'all know how I am with people, you know, but I think that's messed up because that was not his job to check the prop. If y'all remember in the in the late 70s, this is the same thing that happened with Bruce Lee. You know what I'm yep. saying? He was killed because he was doing uh what was it? He was doing the Black Hornet. I mean, yeah, the Green Hornet. I mean, I don't know why I want to say Black Hornet. The Green Hornet. And uh, somebody didn't check to make sure that the there was just blanks in the gun. And when they went to shoot, lo and behold, bang, bang. Not, not a, one of the greatest martial arts is no longer with us. Yeah. So the cause of death was listed as gunshot wound to the chest. And it was the manner of death was listed as an accident. So Alec Baldwin, the Christian, got a murder on his case, on, on his on his on his record now. I didn't know he was a Christian. He's a Christian. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's what he professes, yeah. <sighs> now, how you gonna carry that, man? Somebody gonna get you a give you a case for something that you don't know about? And and, and see, like I'm 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 so uh not biased with this when it comes to stuff like this. Usually, this doesn't happen to white society. So the reason why he didn't get a pass is that they felt like the DA and the judge felt like the prosecutors, just the prosecutor said this. Mm -hmm. Other actors, including all the A-list celebrities, always check their guns or have someone check it in front of them. Well, just because all the other actors do that doesn't mean that's his responsibility. I think he had a shoddy lawyer in this one. Well, she says that every person that handles a gun has a duty to make sure that if they're going to handle that gun, point it at someone and pull the trigger, that it is not going to fire a projectile and kill someone. That an actor does not get a free pass just because they're an actor. That depends on who the actor is, so we know they lie. In New Mexico, everyone is equal under the law. So it's because he was in New Mexico. So my thing is, is he finna get some jail time? Is he going to jail? Well, they just charged him. We don't know. You know they were, you, but because you know they said it was a lack of safety all over the set. 
You know of that know. movie. Well, it's in New Mexico. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they can't even control people coming across the borders. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think that they're not going to charge the film's armorer, like the person that was in charge of the guns. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I think that's garbage, too. I mean, I, it, it, well, it, they it, may be charged, but they feel like they're they going to be found not guilty. You're like, but I think I think that's crazy, too, because my thing is that's his job. That's why right. he's there. That's why he's there. So you gonna and, charge you char you gonna charge the actor, but you ain't gonna charge the the armorer. That's crazy. Well, now remember too, Alec Baldwin was not only an actor in it, but he was a producer. So yeah, but I think is he, but he's like not the main producer. Is he ain't he like wouldn't he like the executive producer? <laughs> Well, I think he was. That's why they're saying he should have been aware of the safety issues because there were safety issues like all over the place. Is it New Mexico? And then as an actor, he should have had someone check the gun for him in front of him to make sure. I I just can't I just can't buy into that. I I just I just cannot buy into that because I believe that that was not his responsibility and to me it made it look like the only reason they charged him because he has the biggest financial tag on him so because you could probably get the family can probably get a lot of money from the producer executive producer than they can from the guy who actually is responsible for checking the weapons, make sure that everything functions safely. I, I just can't. Well, I can't. so I think you have a valid question. Which producer was he? Because, you know, they have producers that are like the main, everything's coming from them, the money, they making all the decisions. Then they got producers that they just didn't name. Like maybe they contributed something to the yeah. to the pot, but not as much as the executive producer. Right. I mean, because you have a you have a costume producer, you have a music producer, you have all of these type of entities that's on movie sets that Yeah, but you, know, you have also like you have like they have like producers that are over the movie part that's not don't have nothing to do with the music. I mean, there's not about the music and I, like if you had RZA, RZA would be the executive director, Produce, producer right. uh, of music. Okay, but this is like they have producers. Y'all, the only reason why I know this is because one of my daughters studied this. Okay, so they have producers that's like. They sub producers, kind of like right. assistant producers. It, 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 that's not really how you what the name is, but that's the best way I can explain it. Like right. they yeah. they just on paper. They don't have any any real thing to do with the movie, other than maybe something they may have contributed. Right. The executive producer 
And and then they they have like an executive producer who's like the main, main, main producer. And then they have executive producers who are like right up under them. Right. Right. But then they have just producers. Like if you pay attention to the to the uh credits, you'll see all these produ producer, so and so exactly. producer, Brad Pitt exactly. producer, George Clooney mm -hmm. producer, uh what's that girl name sandra bullock executive producer like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they just produce out by name so that's what we need to find out what they gonna do with that because if he just produced by name he didn't really have any responsibilities because right. each one of those different producers they have different types of responsibilities right so if you had say for instance if you had george lucas George Lucas is the main producer of a whole lot of movies. So everything that happens is his sole responsibility. Same with Steven Spielberg. You know, if you have him on a on a on a movie, he's the one usually behind the camera checking all the scenes, making sure that everything lines up, making sure everything goes smooth, the transitions between any and everything. He is the sole producer. And nine times out of ten, usually we like you said, the financial responsibility falls on them because they usually are the ones with all the money to make the production. Yeah. They're not really, really exactly sure how the live rounds even got there. Now, I have read something when this first happened that the armorers, they like have like a few live rounds. Mm -hmm. And it has something to do with testing the gun and making sure the gun works a certain way. And then mm -hmm. they have mostly fake rounds. Blanks. Yeah. Like they, I had read that somewhere. I Y'all don't make me tell y'all where because now I don't remember. But but they still, they they can't figure out how the live rounds got in the gun. So that tells me that if it is true, if it is a true thing that sometimes they have a few live rounds just for gun safe, you know, testing the gun to make sure it is safe and that it does fire properly, then they somehow mixed, they somehow got them mixed up. Mm-mm. I think oh. somebody just put I just think the armorer put the, the bullets in the gun and told him her to use this. Well, they killed a cinematographer, y'all. And Alec Baldwin is charged with two counts of um involuntary manslaughter. They might as well just say he, he it was just manslaughter and just went on about their business. Well, it was, so the coroner said, I mean, it was because it was an accident. It depends on who you're looking at to say if it was an accident. It's, no, that's on the, that's on the official paper. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it depends on which way you're leaning toward it being an accident. If the armorer or whoever touched that gun last put them bullets in there, 
that's not an accident. That was an on-purpose act, just like I was saying about the story about Bruce Lee. They did that. That was a um, somebody was trying to get rid of Bruce Lee because he was getting too big, and they did. Well, why were they getting rid of the cinema photographer? Cinema, cinema, cinema you know, photographer. Come she, on, man. We talk. I didn't want to get rid of her. We we talk, we're talking about Hollywood, man. Maybe she had some dirt on somebody. Maybe she didn't didn't. So they frame Alec Baldwin. They trying to get rid of her, or Alec Baldwin. Who's they trying to get rid of? I'm I'm saying they probably was trying to get rid of Alec Baldwin, but didn't know how to do it. But then, hey, if if he bumped into somebody and said something crazy like, "Well, I'm gonna do this or do that in the third, you don't know what the 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 tension was on that set. He could have had a problem with that that lady, or she could have had a problem with him prior if she had any type of engagement with this dude. You don't know. So it's easy to pull a setup like that. So it, it you don't know. We we don't know. It could have been intended for him or whatever, just to just to put him in a place where he, he has a case. That we talked about that on the show once when we talked about free casing. You don't you don't know the people that really knows is the people who did it. You know what I'm saying? And the only other reason that Alec Baldwin is in that position is because he can't figure out who did it either. Neither can can law enforcement. So. Okay. So this so. came from the medical inve investigator. Quote, law enforcement reports show no compelling demonstration that the firearm was intentionally loaded with live ammunition. Based on all available information, including the absence of obvious intent to cause harm or death, the manner of death is best classified as accident. Best classified, not but, but not for sure. <laughs> not a fact. That's the that's there's the loophole. Because nobody knows. Well, somebody knows, but so involuntary manslaughter, for those of you who don't know, it covers unintentional killings, period. So unintentional, that means that they didn't mean to do it, they didn't have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway. So, and it so happened not, because of more than mere negligence. So not not my thing it, is I I forget what uh what uh time that carries for voluntary manslaughter involuntary manslaughter what is the what is the time that that carries he ain't gonna do none of it anyway matter of fact they ain't even gonna they ain't even gonna sentence him they ain't even gonna sentence him to a jail time what's gonna what's gonna get him is the simple fact that. They found it and probably already filed a civic suit against him to get money. But he ain't going to do no jail time. What about the armorer? He ain't going to do nothing. They ain't trying to give him no case. Well, he's been charged, but they think he's not going to be... Um, that they think he's not going to be... Um, Found enough guilty. evidence to hold up to get a get a guilty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm just like 
So as of 2011, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I'm reading for, this is the 50th legislature, state of New Mexico, first session, 2011, introduced by Antonio Mo Maestras, House Bill 464. Okay, so it is in section, uh, it is in section two, section 32, three, okay. All right, and it was amended that year. So involuntary manslaughter consists of manslaughter committed in the commission of an unlawful act not amounting to felony or in the commission of a lawful act that might produce death in an unlawful manner or without due caution and circumspection. Whoever commits involuntary manslaughter is guilty of a fourth degree felony or involuntary manslaughter. Did y'all get that? Mm -hmm. Y'all got that, right? So it said a fourth degree felony. So y'all, a fourth degree felony. That's way on the bottom totem pole. Is... Um, for involuntary manslaughter, three years imprisonment yep. or 18 months imprisonment. So three, y'all got that? Yeah, that's way that fourth fourth degree of felony is way down. That's 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 a, that's what you call a slap on the wrist. That ain't nothing. So if, if he he'll be in the light. He, he getting less time than uh how much time did Wesley Snipes get for tax evasion? I think it was like five or six years, wasn't it? <sighs> and he even tried to pay it at the last minute. <laughs> did, did he? Yeah. And I think he did pay. He took he he gave him, I think it was like five million. He tried to pay it at the last minute. They still gave him that time. Um, he was fined three years in prison. Okay. I, I mean, he was sentenced to three years in prison and fined five million. Million dollars, yep. Mm -hmm. I knew I was right. I was wrong about the time, but I knew it was between three and five. He served two and a half years. Of course. So, Alec Baldwin getting, he might get the same amount as, uh, that's what I'd like to see is he get the same, if he get three years too, or he if he get to 18 months, what he get, what he gonna get for killing somebody. Yeah, I don't think he ain't need nothing. If he, if he got a good, if he got a good defender, he, he can, he can, he can hang around the movie set with an ankle bracelet on. I don't think he's going to get nothing. You think so? Yep, I don't think they're going to touch him. 
Somebody gonna find a loophole like Bill Cosby somewhere. Well, Bill Cosby still went to jail. Yeah, he went to jail, but this is the shoot. He found the loophole to get out of jail before his time was served. So the weapons handler is going to be charged with manslaughter. But they still think that they might not be found guilty. And I'm going to tell you how that works. The only reason that they're bringing charges against the weapons handler is because the family is calling for that. Because they probably see it the same way we see it. He should have been the one that checked it and made sure that everything was okay. So the assistant film director gave the loaded revolver to Alec Baldwin just before the rehearsal. So why she didn't check it or he didn't check it? They well, they got they got charged, but they reached a plea deal to accept a misdemeanor charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon. They took the plea. And probably the best thing for them, because if they would have went to trial, they would have handed it handed them the murder case. Yeah. Look, this this I now I gotta go see the movie now. If it is the movie gonna come out. I don't know. I think that probably stopped production. You don't think so? I'm sure they stopped production, but maybe they'll resume it after three years. So they already got uh, proposed settlement agreements for the family. Of course. Because they hadn't already filed a wrongful death lawsuit. Yeah, I told you that. I told you that. They, was, they weren't going to play no games with that. As soon as that happened, they, they went and talked to their attorney right then. Yeah, they already got settlements on all of that. What is the numbers for the settlement? Oh, I don't... Um... You ain't listed? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. you're here in three years it'll be a massive amount of money I'm sure but Alex Ball was going to be broke by then by the time he his legal fees and well I mean I don't know about that that dude did a lot of productions that he done made tons of money off of I, I, I don't think <laughs> he's a, I don't think he's a R. Kelly type of uh, person that spends money like that. So maybe the maybe the boxes were mismarked for the bullets because they fired the uh, the weapons provider. Mm -hmm. uh, PDQ Arm and Prop. Mm -hmm. They sued him last year for supplying the set with mismarked boxes of ammunition. I don't recall about that situation. What is the difference in um, 
and blanks and we, well I know with live ammo we have definitely know what that is but I don't know what the difference is for as the blank I don't know what the specifics are for that I don't know if it's the casing doesn't have gunpowder in it when it's when it's produced because that's what gives you the 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 wherewithal to go ahead and that hammer drops that initial pressure, the explosion in the chamber causes that projectile, that bullet, the head to come off of that casing. So I don't know if it's that a blank casing is empty or I don't I don't remember. I haven't did anything like that with in years, so I don't remember. A live round cartridge contains a primer and gunpowder with a bullet at the front of the cartridge. Okay. A blank round is similar, but is crimped with a plug rather than a bullet. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll Google it later. <laughs> so we we coming back to Texas. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, we should just base our we should just base our headquarters out of Texas and move right next to Governor Abbott's office because I know he got something to do with this article probably, and I don't know. But Texas. So Greg Abbott. Oh, in December, we kind of talked about it. So December 7th, he put a ban on social media. <laughs> ah, so now the a lot of the universities here mm -hmm. have put into place a ban on social media on campuses. So if you're logged into the campus um, Wi-Fi, then you're blocked from um, social media. Okay, so me and you know both well that we are tech people. Okay, so this is stupid. That's what you have a data service for. If you want, that's all you have to do is cut off your Wi-Fi and it picks up your data anyway. And you still have access to what you want to do. Yeah, you. so you could do what you're going to do with your personal stuff, but the state no longer allows you to use their stuff with social media. Right, but what I'm saying is, say for instance, it don't, it doesn't really matter. Like some of the Wi-Fi situations in places, homes, universities suck anyway. Especially when you got so many people pulling on that server at one time in one location like that, it it really doesn't matter. Half the time, you need to turn your Wi-Fi off so you can go ahead and use your data plan because 
the service is better with a data plan than it is with that Wi-Fi in some places. My thing is, why are you triffing with that? Uh, it ain't like you just saying, okay, I'm gonna turn. We gonna uh institute this so we can we can uh stop gun violence or stop rape cases. That ain't the case. So well, we still haven't eradicated rape. No, we're not gonna do that either. That's just like eliminating homelessness. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. So ain't, ain't no ain't no point in even even tripping off that and trying to mess with Governor Abbott. He just want to be in the limelight. He just he can keep being in the limelight. Just keep sending them immigrants up there to uh Kamala Harris' house and to <laughs> and we had you on the next show again talking about you and send another bus load up. Yeah, yeah, that's. <sighs> I, just, I mean. So, you know, you already can't use certain social media, I mean, certain websites, like in school districts and stuff. That's already been here. Because the kids don't need that. They, if a kid don't need it, you can't, in a, you know, in, 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 in a, in a elementary school, like kids don't, they, if they don't, if it's not kid appropriate, kid friendly, kid useful, then it's shut off anyway. So same thing in the um in the upper grades too. But still, this is what I'm saying though. Like just because you chain take that block them from Wi-Fi, you still have access to that. You know what I'm saying? It is. In the schools, though, they take away. You can't. You can't use your. You can't have your cell phone out. They used to have it where you couldn't have a cell phone in school, and if you saw the cell phone, they would take the cell phone and they would charge your parent fifteen dollars to get it back. So then, after some shooting, I can't remember what it was. Oh, World Trade Center. After World Trade Center, they made it where kids could have their phones but they couldn't take them out they couldn't have them out or they would take them like you could have them with you in case of, you know for an emergency so you could call your mama whatever because it's an emergency so you're getting shot or whatever they they you know plane crash now you could have it but you couldn't have it out of your backpack so if you had it out of your backpack during a certain time and nothing is crashing down then they would take it and your parent would have to pay $15 to get it back. Let me ask you this. When you wanted to do something as a kid, did anything really stop you from doing it? You can't go by me. <laughs> I'm going to answer your question just... like this. <sighs> Most kids I knew, even my children, if it was something they really, really, really wanted to do, they either would sneak and do it or they would beg me to let them do it. Cause I, I encourage my kids to come and negotiate. Let's negotiate why you want to do what you want to do. And then that way you can get what you want based on how you negotiated with me. Oh, and, but, but, but they went and did what they want. Now you can't go by me. I was a scaredy cat and I was a good girl. So if okay. my mom and daddy said don't do it, I didn't do it. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Well, I can't go by you, but I'm just saying to the majority and to the masses of people, it doesn't matter where they are 
what they want if they want to do something they're going to get it done it doesn't and if matter it, and if it doesn't mean that much to them then that's when they were like oh well it don't really matter and then they walk off right so right. yeah i know a little kid well okay teenager that is not supposed to have their phone out and they will tell you that they don't have their phone out but then you see their stuff on social media and they actually tag their school while they're in school on their social media all i'm saying is they're gonna do what they want to do regardless anyway right so it ain't it ain't nothing it ain't nothing you can do to prevent somebody from doing it and then truthfully truthfully you can actually infringe on a person's rights because of that you know what i'm saying well they enacted a law that happened some years ago we used to have a social media uh, law thing so they reenacted that yeah it still ain't gonna stop me. You better off telling me. You better off telling me when you come through the door. And we need all y'all to drop y'all cell phones in this in this basket, just like they do at the airport. Put all electronics devices inside here. You'll get them when you come when you when you uh when you leave school. You you better off doing that. <laughs> all that other stuff ain't gonna stop nobody from doing what they want to yeah. do. I remember the incident where there was a shooting at uh, FedEx <laughs> and nobody could call for help because FedEx policy was leave your phones in the car. Hmm. So nobody could do anything in time of an emergency when they needed to get it done because a policy that stupid could have called some other people their lives because they couldn't get help and call. Yeah. I believe mm. people make plans in corporate offices and think think that it sounds good on paper. Yeah, let's try this. And then when you get down there and you have something horrific happens, then you ain't got no you now you ain't got no uh resolution for what has happened. I I just listen, grown folk. You, we ain't supposed to have phones at work, but yeah, they land next to a piece of equipment by something so we can, so just in case something do pop off, I ain't walking around with it all day long, but you know, come right. on. It's like, I'm I'm not finna, I'm not finna do that because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. I I don't know. I just think that, um, I just think that, um, uh, you know, I so I'm kind of I have to admit that I'm a little torn on this one because I I do think something needs to be done with social media. Because it's just too much out there, too much, too much, too merch. It's too merch. Uh -uh. issues with you know these kids and just you know that's how that's how they was doing the slave uh the slave trade thing that we talked about 
Yep. They was doing it on social media. Yeah. So I really believe that something needs to be done. Yeah, it's called about parenting. social media. It's called parenting and beat your kids. I <laughs> I that's, that's what I just don't do. think that Governor Abbott is going about it the right way. Has he went about anything the right way? It, in Governor way? Abbott and what's his name? Dan Patrick just got they just um, did their little State of the Union and got reinstated in office you know, for January, because they won the election again. And Texas got, you know, we got some more years of Dan Patrick and uh, uh, Abbott. Governor Abbott. Oh, I'm just tired. I don't like the way they do what they do. I'm happy that we are doing something about social media. I just don't like the way he goes about it. Why don't you just close schools and homeschool everybody? If I could have homeschooled my kids, I would have. Been there, done it. If I could have figured out how to homeschool my kids and work and make money. Because, you know, it's easier nowadays because people can work remote jobs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can have your kid, you could be at home with your kid, and you can have your kid over there doing their assignment, and then you take a little break and you whatever, you know. But yeah. like I and I was actually trying to figure out how to do it where like I work during the day, then I came home, you know, just let my kids be at home during the day. Mm-hmm. And then when I came home at night, homeschool them. I, I I don't really want to know, but it's just like, where did the state say that you have to send your kids to school? You don't. And, and, okay, because I was like, the only reason they really won't, like the last time I checked, is for kids to be in school is because teachers make money off the amount of people that's in those seats. So that's where the, uh, what is it called? Um the truancy officer used to come in to play back in the day. So here's the thing. If you never put your kid in school, but once you start putting your kid in school, that's when you have to declare, go and declare that they you're not sending them back this year and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was like, man, where do yeah. you, you get off doing that? Ed? If I don't want to send my kid to school because of the of the violence and the problems and the yeah the you know it's not mandated education. that you have to send your kids to school mm, okay yeah because i was like man ain't no ain't no way i mean i think i think people should just homeschool like he is eating anyway it's homeschooling. You cut down a whole lot of things, and then you have kids living longer because now they ain't, now they ain't uh what have anxiety and depression for for not fitting in in a school, having Jordans on or having Skechers on or whatever the case may be. Now just keep them at home and then let them do homeschool. And, there, and it, it's, well, the socialization comes from. 
like they have whole um you know, like networks of mm -hmm. homeschooling parents. Uh -huh. So like if there's someone who knows how to play the piano, uh -huh. then that person will teach fine arts, music, piano. Uh -huh. I'm familiar. I told you I went through that. My mom actually homeschooled me for a while. So I'm, they, I'm, they have football leagues and everything. Yeah, like yeah. there's a coach, then the coach teaches. Yeah whatever so anyway take us out of here well you can like subscribe and follow first please and thank you and you can also check us out on all the major platforms google music itunes iHeartRadio, spotify everything just spell insane rhetoric with a k and just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. We're out. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us on this free fall Friday. Come back and join us again next week on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, don't forget to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. <laughs>